Welcome to the ECG podcast, the show where five East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week's episode for January 9th, 2020, it's our game of the year blowout. I'm Chris Waterman, one of your hosts from Jacksonville, Florida, and tonight I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. What up? I didn't realize we had a new intro. That's new to me. Yeah, man. I was trying to kind of run through it a little bit a couple times uh, before we kicked it off with the other fellas. And, uh, you know, as you can see, I, I still got to kind of get that down a little better. But, uh, of course, also joining us from Baltimore, Maryland, we got Robbie Bobby Miller. Hey, hey. And, of course, we have uh, George Arevalo back from the tip of America's dick, Miami, Florida. What up, what up? And, of course, we got, last but not certainly not least, Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I, I hope our Lord and Savior, Tom Brady, returns to truth. <laughs> He's coming to the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your little rim shot there. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, on, on this uh, week's episode... We're going to have a little catch-up sesh here to kind of warm up because it's been a few weeks since we've been on mic together. And then we're going to uh, go into a few different categories. We're going to talk about some honorable mentions just really quickly. Talk about our personal best ongoing uh, game, our best indie game. And then we're going to get right into the meat and potatoes of the Game of the Year Awards for 2019. What we're going to do is each of us are going to talk about our number five game starting off the uh, game of the year discussion. Go down the line. If we have any overlaps, we'll make sure to discuss that game one and only time and keep uh, the other person's nomination of it a secret as far as where it stands on their list and we'll do that for games four three two and one and so forth each game will be uh, scored according to where its position is on a person's list so for example me if i have uh sekiro at number five not gonna happen uh, i would as- assign that game one point uh if it ended up at number five on somebody's else list somebody else's list it would also get one point there and then of course for uh the number four spot it would get two points and so on and so forth with a maximum number of five points available uh per person uh for a game and then we'll tally up all of that at the end and no doubt there will be uh just total agreement no controversy on what our uh, group game of the year ends up being based on that score you guys ready to do this yes sir all right hell yeah so uh How's everyone doing post holidays? Um, I know I'm feeling pretty fucking fat, so I'm I'm on a, a bit of a diet here. No booze, no dairy, no grains, and uh, you know it's it's hard to break those uh, holiday eating habits. But the good news is I played a lot of good games. How about everybody else? Same here, man. Ate a lot of shit, played a lot of shit, and uh, trying to rediscipline myself again. <laughs> you knew I ate a lot of shit. Tom Brady. Oh, <laughs> is this what we're doing? I'm sorry. I had to get one more dig in there, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to cry. But yeah, man. Um, so did you all get to to play a lot of games as well? Uh, everybody happy with like, it's just a good time of the year. You know, you kick back, you, you just become part of your couch and, and play a bunch of good shit. Yeah, I played a lot and it was kind of like a, just a huge mix because like I, I started playing one game. Oh my God. I started playing one game <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, I'd play whatever, you know, five, six hours of it. I'd put it down and I'd pick up another game and I would stop playing that five, six hours. I'd pick up another game. So I'm like, I'm in the middle of so many games right now. It's ridiculous. 
So I'm trying to I'm trying to buckle down and, and you know pick one and run through. Yeah, man, I I, I played a lot. It was awesome. When I get uh, overwhelmed, I like to take the what is it called the the credit card approach, the snowball thing, where you I play the game that I'm farthest along in and like beat that, and then I go down the line, so on and so forth. That seems to work pretty well when I'm feeling overwhelmed with the backlog. Um, we'll talk about like favorites and stuff, but just in general, what's everybody uh, play? Just super quick, like what what are, what are some games you guys were playing over the holiday break? Bro, you got to get back to The Witcher. Like, I started watching Witcher, and then I was like, you know, let me get back into some Wild Hunt because I still haven't beat that game. Yeah. So, how, how how's it coming? You making good progress? Yeah, I just like to waste so much time because I completely want to fill out a, a map. But I finally got to what is it? The little island part with Skellig- yeah. Skelliga. Yeah, but I'm like a level twenty eight character <laughs> before I finally went there for the. That's first awesome, time. man. Yeah, time spent so, in The yeah. Witcher is never wasted time. Let's be clear. Yeah, no, it's all great. Uh, yeah, just. Man, that best song of 2019, Toss Coin to Your Witcher, made me fiending for that game, and I, I had a great time. I also played just a ton of things that are on this list, trying to catch up. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get that done before Cyberpunk. Man, I'm that's the only thing I'm really looking forward to this year. Like out of everything, like out of Christmas, birthdays, just Cyberpunk. I don't care about anything else. Wow. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to it as well. But there are uh, plenty of other games that I'm like really, really jonesing for. Do they have for. robot people in them? I mean, I, I don't no, know. That, the case maybe, maybe The Last of Us 2 will have a dramatic twist. If it has a cyborg, I will flip my <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, I, too, have been playing a lot of The Witcher um, for the very same reason. The Netflix show kind of pushed me back, uh, specifically the DLC, which I never played. And uh it pulled me away from Death Stranding, which was the other big triple kind of A game that I was playing just because The Witcher is that good. I agree with a lot of the sentiments online. The combat has a age the greatest, but I also don't think it's bad. Um, but the quest design and the storytelling and the environment, all that stuff is still just fantastic. And probably, uh, in my opinion, the best open world game and definitely my favorite from this past generation. Um, I played some indie games, too. I've started uh, um, Baba is You um which uh is just fantastic but i'll talk about that game a little bit later um how about you george zach and bobby man i've i've been playing a shit ton of death stranding you know like i'll talk about it a little bit later but um yeah wife got it for me for christmas is not a game that i was planning on getting um but i've gotten pretty into it man I, i i see where all the criticism comes from on both sides of it it's uh it's not even a game that i would recommend like i don't hate it or love it it's just but i i don't know i appreciate it you know so i'm i'm into it i'm like almost 40 hours deep into it so um yeah so i'm into it playing mostly that uh, destiny's kind of died off a, a bit for me um <laughs> almost completely for all of us yeah. i think yeah so you know unfortunately um that's been a bit of a disappointment and i'm still playing a bit of pokemon uh here and there doing some finishing touches and whatnot excellent how about you zach um i've been playing a lot of dauntless uh, it got released mm. on the Switch, so... Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I've been playing it on the Switch. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I've also been playing... Uh, just uh, as far as like multiplayer games and everything, Call of Duty. Uh, they release Shipment again, which is awesome. And you like die in two seconds. You're back in two seconds. And it's just a vicious cycle. And uh, it's super fun. It's super chaotic. And it's... Now they they even have like a playlist. It's it's like a uh, what is what is what is uh, shipment twenty four seven. Jesus, I just lost oh, cool. myself so for like a second. You could, if you just want to play that mode, you can just boom. That's yeah, cool. So yeah, it's it's awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I've been dipping my toes. 
single play of games that uh, to, to, to rattle them all off would be silly. Cool. And Bobby, how about you, man? I've been playing uh, mostly the Pokemon Sword. Uh, I've been liking that a lot and some Rocket League. And I actually started getting into the, I think it was the older game, the Transformers Devastation, which is pretty cool. Very Did nice. you play War and Fall for Cybertron? I don't believe so. Oh, man. The best Transformers looking at. I saw that they were on my list of games I haven't played, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a whirl. And then I couldn't stop playing. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's dive in a little bit and talk about just our honorable mention. Rattle them off, you know, um, just to kind of talk about some games that are noteworthy, but didn't crack the top five and maybe didn't even make it to the indie or ongoing uh, category. So um, I'll go ahead and go first on this. Uh, my honorable mentions, and this is for me anyway, in no particular order. I got Apex Legends, Outer Worlds, Division 2, Control, and Link's Awakening uh, all on the list. And the the final one there, Link's Awakening, um, I never played the original, and I really enjoyed the remake with no nostalgia. So um, that's my that's my list of, of games that are noteworthy. Uh, some of those were pretty close to making it in my top five, but couldn't quite cut the mustard. Um, let's go next to uh, Adam. What, what do you got on your honorable mentions list there, buddy? All right, just pulling this. Some honorable mentions, and it kind of feels bad because I think all but one of these could have been my number five. Like That's how close a lot of these were yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, honorable mentions for me, Outer Worlds, Gears 5. That's the one that upsets me that I didn't put number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, DMC 5, Katana 0, which I loved earlier this year, and then I finally went and beat it this Christmas, and at the end of that game uh, kind of doesn't come together for me, so it got bumped off. Uh, After Party, Wargroove, and Void Bastard. So... A lot of really good things this year. Any of them could have been in my number five, but I had to settle on what I settled on. Excellent. And Zach, we'll, we'll go to you next, man. All right. So uh, my honorable mentions include Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Remnant from the <coughs> Jesus, excuse me, Remnant from the Ashes. I even threw an- <coughs> Anthem um, into my honorable mentions just because you know that core is there, and they said that they're going to build that game back up. So. Uh, I enjoyed my time with it, so I'm excited. <laughs> Anyways, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, uh, also Legend of Zelda, Devil May Cry 5, uh, Hunt the Showdown, and Luigi's Mansion. Awesome. It was a crazy good year for video games. I'm just going to say that. There was a lot of stuff. Um, how about you, uh, Bobby? What you got, man, for some honorable mentions? Okay. Now, don't get mad, but I got Days Gone is my 6. 7 is Tetris 99. 8 is Gears 5. 9 is Detroit Becoming Human. And my last one is Crash Team Racing. Whoa, was Detroit this year? I believe no, so. No, that was a last year game, but it's fine. <laughs> it so it's fine. I, yeah, it was oh, I was year. about to say. Man, it Detroit came out would have definitely been on my list if that was. Yeah. yeah, it came out right before or right after God of War. So it was the last year. What the? Okay, <laughs> it's a good, Bobby. It's that a good one. That was cool. I'll, 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 uh, and I'll, he was like, and uh, my number one is. Hey, Detroit. I'll delete that. Okay, I'll delete Detroit and put Ghost Recon Breakpoint because that was a horrible decision. Oh, man. That game. I, I want to like it. It's it's Far Cry with better guns, but it's just... God, that game I got for free, and it's good if you have other people. If you yes, play by yourself, you it friends, is awful. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's Destiny, or Division 2. Yeah, it feels exactly like Division 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. And George, uh, w- what about you, man? Give us some honorable mentions here. Um, So... I don't have many, but for me, it's it's going to be the Outer Worlds, and uh, we could talk about that a little. Seems like it was on every most everybody, but uh, Outer Worlds uh, Division Two, which was a ton of fun, 
leading up to the end game and then it went to shit but up the journey to that was a lot of fun um and then um and then i'll give uh, i'll give some love i, I really enjoyed uh, destiny's uh, season of opulence uh that expansion was uh i thought really i thought really good um so i don't know if that counts is everything sure. whatever you whatever you want one, one best <laughs> ip yeah um all right all right i like it i like it uh some good games uh did did any does anybody have you don't have to say where but does anybody have outer worlds in in your list no yeah. that was the number six or seven yeah. for me and i feel like that perfectly describes that game to me as like it's a game that is really good. It's solid, but it's not like top five material, you know, like I think that's just that's uh, speaks volumes about, you know, um, I think how well rounded of a year was. And then also just that it's just not quite there. I really do hope that they make a sequel and, um, you know, get like a, a bigger budget and just like a big push. Um, but I think that game's overall success. I don't know. Anybody else want to say anything on it? Yeah, no, I like the game. I guess it, I'm just not crazy about it. I play a lot of games I'm not crazy about, but uh, sure. there's a lot there that I do like. And for mm-hmm. being, I mean, technically that game is not even a triple A game. So I think it's, there's a lot of stuff there that I like. Um, that you could have just added a little something extra. Like when the DLC comes out, I'm going to play all the DLC. So sure. it, yeah, again, if this was to a top it. 10 list, it'd be in there, but top five barely misses. I would agree. Yeah, it, it misses something that, that sets it apart from. From from some I don't know from other games in its genre, other games this year, I think the games in the top five all do something different, um, or they have you know something that's a little bit more unique. It's a very good game, really good game for for Game Pass, um, but it's it's missing it's missing something that puts it at the top. It could be it could have been it could have been the game of the year. It could have been top five. It just was missing a little more. Awesome. All right. Well, let's talk about um, we'll go to best ongoing game. I'll swap up the order a little bit uh, first. Uh, Bobby, why don't you give us your favorite ongoing game? So, you know, game game is a service, multiplayer game, whatever you want to do, but a game that is evolving and, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, I this I struggle with this one a lot because I like a lot of the ongoing games, but I have to give number one is Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, for some reason, that game is still very popular and still going, and they, they do good things, even though I don't like that you have to keep paying for the yearly uh, DLC, but I, I think that's great. Uh, two was Warframe for me. Uh, three is Rocket League. Four is Pokemon Go, the handheld uh, game. And five is Monster Hunter. Sweet. Yeah, and, uh, and if any of you guys don't have, like, five games, you don't necessarily have to. I just have one that I picked as mine but if you guys do this well that's totally fine no you're good bobby um how about you zach what do you what do you have for your ongoing game of the year um for my my ongoing game of the year i i chose dauntless um because from where it launched on consoles to where it is now like it's it's crazy how how much they were able to change and improve and everything in such a short amount of time yeah all while you know launching uh onto the switch and now they're going to be launching on the mobile and everything so uh, yeah, I just think they're doing a really good job at um, keeping up with the pace in terms of uh, uh, the updates. And they all, they have a sweet roadmap um, laid out that says exactly what's coming, almost like when it's coming. And, uh, it's super cool. Like They're pretty transparent and everything. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that for them, for me personally, they're my ongoing game. And then if it wasn't them, it'd be Sea of Thieves because that game's done a total. They're awesome. Yeah. I got to come back to Dauntless, man. Can you Can you port your like your account to the Switch? Yeah, everything's linked. 
Oh, oh man, nice. yeah, I gotta get yeah. Back. That's why I've been playing a lot of it because I was like, oh shit, yeah, it just links your Epic ID right up and you go. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun game. Just uh, stuff just came out left and right around that time, and I just kind of forgot about it. But I was really enjoying playing it. Yeah, I man, I'll definitely, I'll yeah. definitely go on some some hunts with you and everything. Like I'm not super high level or anything playing the game. I don't where I left off, but yeah. Yeah, we gotta give that. We gotta give that a go. It was really cool. Awesome. And uh, I guess next, let's go, uh, George. How about you, man? Um, it's an ongoing game. I think um, uh, it's gonna. Uh, well, it's. I think it has to be Apex Legends, man. I think they've uh, they gotten the the system down of the the battle royale and and done something differently. And you know, the the new seasons that keep coming out for it are, are pretty cool. You know, I haven't played as much. Lately, I gotta come back to it, but I just I'm a I'm a fan of what they're doing, and I and I like supporting it from afar. If, if even if I'm not actively playing it all the time, um, I guess begrudgingly I've got to give it to Destiny as well. Even though I am not playing it as much, I'm still invested in the game enough to just touch it here and there. Even though I think that they've really disappointed in year three, um, so I really you know I don't have much hope for that. <laughs> For the you know the remainder of the year, hopefully they they turn it around. But it just you know the is this really year three of Destiny two? Yeah, holy crap! Yeah, yeah, year year three. It's, I don't know. It's been it's just been disappointing. I don't know. It just like you get excited that they launch an expansion, a new season, and then you come back to it and play it and realize that it's just. I wonder if a, they're like gearing up since like they went on their own. I wonder if they're really gearing up for the next one. Or... So the, the problem with the game and, and Chris can probably, you know, elaborate on it as well, is that they found a really cool system back in Season of the op- Opulence, which was back in, in the summer, early summer. And they basically came up with this game mode, which was like a PVE game mode, six man, um, that people found a lot of fun. It had it had some raid type mechanics in it, but you also couldn't fail it. So matchmaking with random people was, was still fun. And the whole thing around grinding gear for it was great. And there was also a little bit of a, a glitch where you could kind of pick out multiple pieces of armor or weapons in one run, which actually made it quite awesome. So it, people enjoyed that. And then eventually they, they got rid of that bug. And then what they've done every season, so every three months since then, is released a game mode just like that. That is basically the same concept, but no, nothing new, no, no new innovation, just kind of with a different skin. And then they take it away at the end of the season and bring it back with a different skin for the new season. Um, so it's just getting old, man. It's just getting old. Like I don't know what you, how you feel about it, Chris, but that's basically what the you know the Vex offensive was, and now what you know this. Uh, I don't even know what the fucking name of it, but it's basically the same thing. Over the sundial. Yeah, the sundial. There you go, right? Like it's just they're just taking the same concept and and changing the skin and removing one and replacing it. You know, like I don't. It's just getting old for me. You know. Yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of the Overwatch events too. It's like very similar, like same year. I mean, every oh. year it's the same exact event. Yeah, I mean they mailed it in. I mean, if you're still playing, like I still am. I still enjoy playing Overwatch, but because I just enjoy the competitive aspect of it. But they're they they seem like they're they're done supporting it, and so you know. I would assume Overwatch Two is their primary focus now. Yeah, which they're I get just, it, man. It's been a long yeah. time, you know. But you know, I think they're they're they mailed it. In. Yeah, I um, I like I, I hope Bungie like I wouldn't mind them taking off a full year and just saying like, listen, for this next year, all the content's there, everything 
is activated if you want it. Maybe bring trials back and then like I don't know um if they have anything up their sleeve raid wise, but I, I I'd rather the team take a break and just set the expectation and say, hey, rather than putting out like more new content, like the game's here if you want to play it, but you know, we need to f- shift our focus to Destiny 3 or whatever else they need to do. Cause I just don't without that Activision money and all the support studios that they had for the first two years, I just don't think it's possible for them to create quality content quickly which is you know kind of a byproduct of that which is fine but yeah yeah uh, yeah I, i'm i'd be okay with that you know like it, yeah it would suck to not have more destiny content but yeah i i almost wish they'd use the past six months to working on on something entirely new than than what we've gotten you know absolutely adam uh what do you got for best ongoing man uh my best ongoing game uh it's star wars battlefront 2 uh, cool i think that's that's a good that's an interesting choice a good choice yeah i mean it got so much shit at, at launch and if you play that game now you wouldn't if you had no knowledge of that you would have no idea that people had a problem with it. like the game's great all the content's been free it's good content and if you're a star wars fan like they just put in rise of skywalker stuff like i think bb8's a hero now like they just really? keep adding stuff to yeah i think i'm pretty sure bb8's a hero uh character in that game um they've got co-op they've got i love it like i just jump on and do whatever and I wasn't there at launch to get mad and complain about microtransactions that weren't there. So I'm loving it, dude. I played. Is it probably in EA like, Access? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, in EA Access. it is. Mm-hmm. Which can be picked up for 25 bucks for an entire year, by the way. You can get it for 15 on cdkeys.com. Uh, yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> no, I, it's great. I, I, I'm, I'm loving that game a lot. I put about 20 hours into it. I was going Star Wars crazy over, you know, November, December, and. Uh, I had a great time. I think that game is great. It looks, it's gorgeous, and it play. It's a dice game, so it plays super well. And dude, we gotta where, play. Oh, we gotta play. play you. We jumped. Uh, me and some buddies recently just picked that game up and 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 started playing randomly. We haven't played since like about a week ago, where we played a match that lasted a solid um, hour and a half. Um, yeah. I don't know what was up with that, but we played a match that lasted no lie an hour and a half. I had like a hundred kills in the game. Um, it just never ended. But um. But it was, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It's, it is night and day because I, I had gotten it at launch and returned it. Yeah, very cool. Well, my choice is uh, Apex Legends. Um, I know the game is fresh this year, so, but, uh, you know, uh, ongoing status, I guess, is pretty short. But I think it's just, it was such an impressive launch. I don't know, they've had a few missteps along the way, but the core of that game is so incredible. Like, it's my ideal battle royale and that, it's got some interesting unique mechanics with the hero shooter type stuff. Um, the graphic style, the art style is a lot of fun. And most importantly, it feels good to to play. Like it's tight, you know, the shooting and stuff is great. Like um, I think that's uh, just been one of my favorite, like uh, competitive shooter experiences I've had in a, in a long time. And it uh, scratches the, it, you know, the itch of exactly what I want from a battle royale. And I'm, I definitely, want to just play some like fuck around matches like here and there sometime soon um just for the hell of it because it's been a while since i played and i think it'd just be fun i I used to have so much fun playing it so so all right well now is the moment that we've all been waiting for game of the year so quick reminder five (laughs) five games a piece and uh the the games that are in uh the five four three two one spot will earn uh ascending points um as you get um you know closer to the one spot so uh we will kick things off um i'm gonna keep it alphabetical just like um zach has it i think on the the google doc here just to kind of 
keep uh, some consistency. So, um, Adam, are you ready to reveal your number five game? Yeah, good to go. So, again, that whole honorable mention list was things that could have taken this spot. But then I sat down to look at it. I'm like, yo, what's which of these games have I played probably the most and never get tired of? Uh, my number five is Slay the Spire. Is the card battler, roguelite, tower climbing sort of a game. What system did you play it on? I played it on Xbox. I haven't played it yet, but I'm just curious because I feel like that would be more of a Switch game to me. But since it's free on Xbox, it's probably where I'll play. Yeah, a lot of people like it on Switch. I, you know, I've said how much I felt about Switch, so that's not. I didn't really go buy it there. Um, but no, the game is fantastic. Uh, I think technically it released in you know full whatever this year, so it, it technically counts for the year. Uh, it's great. Like I don't really play a lot of card battlers. I don't play a lot of tower climbing roguelikes too much. But, I mean, once you just start, you don't stop. Like, that's what happened. I was like, I'll try it out. People say good things about it. And then I was like, oh, it's been uh, four hours, and I've done three runs. So so what I, is the hook? Like, what, what may, like, what's, like, I understand the concept of the game and everything, but what is it about this game that, like, sinks into you and, like, makes you play for four hours? Like, it's just pretty, it's just trying to do a run. I'm like, all right, I need to, um, oh, my bad. I got you. Uh, yeah, I need, I was like, hey, okay, I'm just going to start playing this game. All right, I get what's going on. Then it's like, you get killed at a place. It's like, man, if I would have had this loadout, because every time you start, you get new cards. So it's all about, like, building a deck every time and trying to play the meta of your deck. And then your character also upgrades as you play. So it's like, oh, if I get another run with this character and at least get to this level, I'll unlock some more cards. And it, it's it's pretty much, it's progression. It's like you keep getting more stuff the more you play, and you can play different every time depending on your character and on your cards. And for me, it's because you'll get a run that, you know, doesn't go very long. Then you get a run where you have all the good cards and you have the good strategies and you just blaze through everything. And that, it just brings me back just trying to, to find the best way to get through this tower sounds pretty yeah, i would highly suggest it to everybody especially because you know most of us have game pass it's on there for free um, i've heard really good things about it like continuously from the people that have played it so same that's, that's i downloaded i saw that it was free and i mean i saw it was on game pass and i was like man i got I'm, I'm, as soon as it got on there i downloaded it and i just haven't touched it yet yeah it was one of those i was like i'm bored i guess i'll try to start this one up and i'm like oh yeah no this is staying this is amazing <laughs> and you didn't expect that with that game no i was like i'm sure it's okay and I'll probably play it for, I was expecting to play it for like a night and be done with it. And I just have never uninstalled it. I just go back like every Friday or whatever at the end of the week and just hop back on and do another run or two. It's one of those, I guess, like how people felt with Spelunky where they're just like, oh, I just, I'll hop on and do a run. Yeah, those, those are the best kind of games that just come at you out of nowhere and surprise you like that. Yep. I had no hype. I was just like, people say it's good. I'll try it. And I'm hooked. Definitely worth it. Number five for me. Excellent. So that's one point to slay the spire. I'll do a, a running point total uh, at the end of each like round here. Um, Bobby, how about you, man? What's what's coming in at number five for Robbie Bobby Miller? Okay, number five for me. Uh, I have a big Disney family, and they were really excited when they came out. Kingdom Hearts. It's my awesome. My Excellent. Yeah, I, I was wondering if that game was going to pop up on anyone's list. Um, it's a great list. game, great series. I recommend all of them. I mean, it takes a while, but it's a good game. Awesome. Do you, uh, so have you, has a DLC come out yet for that? Or is that this year? I think it's this year. Okay. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> did you, uh, you play it like with your, uh, your kids, uh, by yourself, like mix, mix and match. Like how did you play it? Just out of curiosity. Oh, hello. Hello. I, I think it cut out. No, that's good. I was saying, did you play with your kids by yourself? Like, uh, how did I, I played you... with the kids, uh, mostly during the Disney cutscenes, uh, because they like seeing that and the other ones. Cool. Um, which just made it more enjoyable for me. It was just like Monster Hunter is a fun game to play through. Uh, 
I always like the Kingdom Hearts. Awesome, man. Right on. All right. So that's a point for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, moving on to me. For my number five here, I have got Gears 5, appropriately, um, <laughs> number-wise anyway. Um, thought this was a, a, a great great game in a lot of ways. Uh, expanded the scope, uh, both physically and emotionally, of the game. Um, we talking spoilers on this yet? Like, should we give? Is it okay to talk spoilers? Maybe I'll keep it. I'll keep it vague uh, enough, light, I guess. Yeah. Um, the decision you have to make at the end of the game, um, uh, I thought, was a really clever way to add a little bit more emotional depth uh, to the story. And uh, the choice I made was the one that I think was like for me the more heartbreaking one. But I appreciated the game so much more for it because it's it's the the thing that I didn't want to happen, but I thought would lead to the most interesting drama, you know, like subsequently. And um, so, like, I love that graphically. Like, holy fuck, man, this game made my jaw hit the floor on the Xbox One X. Um, the weather effects and all that stuff, like, just look great. And of course, like, you know, you got your core gears, um, gunplay, combat, um, you know, and uh, all all your fun moments and, and big action set pieces. It's like, it's just everything I wanted from Gears and more. And I hope it continues to uh, to grow up. The, you know, the series continues to grow up. Um, the way that this one has and uh, you know that they keep kind of developing and, and evolving it because i thought it was really great oh and kate as the protagonist man what a what an inspired choice Yeah, no, uh, i'll second that i didn't put it you know on my top five list but that was the one that i really wanted to that game is fantastic i love that one of my favorite gears experiences i've had in a long yeah time. This, the it's game's top uh, to bottom every mode it's also on my list um I, I agree with everything that you said like uh kind of like the jump from from gears 4 to gears 5 it's crazy in the in the sense of like the scope of the story and how narrow uh it went from 4 to 5 and and how much better it was for it like like you said following kate around and kate and dell like it was such a breath of fresh air getting their story while you know still getting the phoenix story but that was the backstory uh that well not the backstory they took the back seat um to to kate's story and uh, i thought it was much better for it and like you said graphically like um i also played on the one x it was just absolutely gorgeous the gunplay um is as tight as ever movement is as tight as ever the the updates that they're bringing into the game is awesome uh, it's just everything everything about this game like was exactly the breath of fresh air that the franchise even like the side stuff you know like rewarded you with upgrades like so when you did a side thing like it wasn't just like xp like you got a, a really meaningful upgrade uh for jack uh or is it jack it's still jack or is it a different robot yeah no it, it's it's jack yeah okay um you you got a lot of good conversation and yes. even some environmental storytelling that just like you wouldn't otherwise and i was incentivized like that's good game design to me is i wanted to do all the side stuff not just to get xp and like check something off a box but rather i knew i was going to get something out of it in terms of like you know game mechanics something to like you know make things a little more interesting but also like just more time with the characters or i would get a cool little story um of that area of something that happened that was like was kind of cool and interesting so yeah that's that was another awesome thing like you you could just walk by something and, and they'll just start talking about it you know it's, mm -hmm. it was it was awesome like like i said exploring was actually um that's the other thing uh the added exploration in those two middle chapters was, was such a change of pace and it was awesome and that's what you do with those side missions find out all this extra stuff that you know really uh ties a lot of stuff together and, and stuff from other games threads that you know were, were picked at and everything so yeah they did a really Oh, so that wasn't at your number five, right? Just somewhere else? 
it is somewhere else. Okay, cool. Just wanted to to make sure I was uh was clear on that. So we'll we'll find out later on where gears ended up on Zach's list. Um, George, uh, what do you got coming in at another another five, bud? Oh man, so this one is uh was really tough for me. Um, number five. Um, I'm still undecided to be honest. So I'm going to stall and um nah fuck it. All right, number five for me is Apex Legends. Um, no, I mentioned it earlier, but I thought it was a phenomenal game. It is a phenomenal game. Um, definitely my favorite uh, battle royale. Uh, I think it introduced a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, the whole fast-paced uh, gameplay made the game um, so much more enjoyable. You know, the, the smaller uh, amount of people, um, team-based combat was really good. Um, and yeah, it's a game that I need to get back to really because it's a, it was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, man, I, I think that's that's going to round out my uh, number fives. Uh, Apex was also on my list someplace. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, random. It's somewhere. Very yeah. good. Very good. I'm with him, dude. Like, I love Battle Royale. I play all of those games, and that game, it felt the best when it came out. There was, um, you know, enough stuff to keep you going, like, outside of just the actual gameplay. Like, I like unlocking the legendary skins and all that. I see why Overwatch people like opening their crates. But no, like, the game is just, like, the best like fluid feeling battle role game out there and uh and, it came out and of nowhere it and it's great. dropped yeah yeah out of nowhere yeah. it's like hey, yeah, here's one of the best games of the year here you go for free have fun that's yeah, what's crazy is i think it killed free, anthem <laughs> i think honestly it killed anthem but it was just oh man it was so good i think the other thing that's worth noting with this game that i forgot to bring up when i was talking about it in uh ongoing game is uh the quality of life improvements that this thing brought to shooters the ping system the fact that your gun will auto attach the shit that you pick up so that oh, you're not goodness. fucking around in menus for, you know, 45 seconds when you could be fighting, you know, like all that shit was just it was such a welcome, um, just an amazing like moment, you know, and like the early part of the year where it's like not only are we getting a free battle royale, but it's got the Titanfall, you know, uh, polish and movement. It's got cool characters that like it adds the hero shooter thing. And then here's all these quality of life things that just make this game stand out from a game that could have just been a generic shooter, man. Like, uh, I don't know how much damage it did to Anthem. I'm sure a good bit, but I'll tell you what um, uh, didn't stand a chance after this was the blackout from Call of Duty. If that thing was was still floundering at that point, like I haven't heard shit about that since Apex came out. Like I don't, not a single person that plays that since Apex Legends came out because it had the polish that people were looking for, along with all the additional you know things to sweeten the pot. So or the Battlefield one. Yeah, did that ever yeah, come out? True. Even I forgot it about. did. It? it did. Yeah, I tried playing it. It was good, except for it takes ten minutes to load into a game, which is uh, no. That's yeah, another thing, man. That Apex does well. It just you just get right into it, man. Like it's yeah, just, you just keep going. Yeah, man. It, it that was actually almost a detriment. You know, there was an issue at at a time where people were upset that uh, they were just kind of quitting out. Like whenever their teammates would die, because it was easier to spawn into another to get into another game than to yeah. have to with uh, being mismatched. Or um, but yeah, man. That that just that brief period also when like just the amount of you just kept going out of nowhere was just crazy man like it, it's it happened at the early part of the year so i think it's like its impact when it came out is often forgotten but it's so good yeah it killed fortnite for a couple months and then it went back yeah. to normal fortnite ruled the world but uh, there's more kids than yeah tapered off but yeah it's but it's, it's still 
Yeah, I love hopping in to play a quick game. That I mean, it's there's nothing more thrilling than that. Is it's so quick, it's smooth. I mean, to add smooth there, I'm just yeah. It's the same shame that one of us hasn't won a match yet, though. Yeah, that's me. Wait, what? <laughs> I won so many matches. Oh, yeah. it's just Chris. I got you. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I probably haven't played as much as uh, a lot of you guys, but um, yeah. I've also never won because I don't touch this. <laughs> the holiday win was the best one for me with the stupid train. That was like the greatest win. I've had a whole bunch more of that, but fighting people in that stupid train was fantastic. Awesome. Well, let's uh, round out our number five spot here with uh, a little um, drop from Mr. Zach. Uh, what do you got coming in at number five, man? My number five spot goes to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, what? Yes. God damn. I, I drop it a spot just for the name, trying to rebrand the damn thing. Man, uh, I thought I thought the game um, did a really good job with its story, and that's what I predominantly play Call of Duty for, which I know is crazy. But, oh, um, okay. uh Yeah, I think uh, their campaign was uh, really well done. It had a lot of um, more, it was a lot more grounded uh, when compared to other Call of Duties. Other Call of Duties have really grand in terms of the spectacle and what you're doing and the stakes and all that stuff. So, um, you know, you're usually on some crazy mission. Like, I know some of the ones previously were in space and stuff. And, you know, this is uh, a lot more grounded and everything. And uh, they brought back uh, Captain Price. You know, he's a fan favorite. And, you know, uh, and I, especially because of the end of the game, like, the end of the game just has me so pumped for the next one and um yeah they, like there was a mission I, I talked about it before like really intimate mission where you go through a house and like it's the entire mission spent in this really tight quarter house and all that and that mission really stuck out for me i thought it was really well done not uh not like um what's the one from call of duty 4 that i can't think of the name of that mission the oh, iconic all gillied up, yes. Like not, not, not to, not as awesome as that, but still a really, really cool. Um, like I said, more grounded kind of awesome moment. And the multiplayer is fun. Uh, Spec Ops is is not as good as it was in the previous game. Uh, yeah, the multiplayer is cool. They're they're always updating it and everything. They just put the, uh, the season pass type thingy out. So yeah, I think I think it's a it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, How much are you playing the multiplayer? Like, have you played that? A- yeah, I, I do I do play the multiplayer a lot. Uh, I I get super aggravated because I just don't I I don't understand what I'm doing wrong when I play that game that I'm I'm bad at it. But like I'm not I'm not bad where I'm going like you know four and twenty eight or whatever. But like you know I'll go like you know like sixteen and like twenty five or something. And I just don't understand why I'm I'm always you know doing bad. But I enjoy myself going on there and and have fun and everything. I do have my game. Um, yeah. I think what you're doing wrong is playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, man, they 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 did they did a good job with it. I had high hopes for. I mean, obviously, I'm not a story guy, so I can't I can't speak for that. But um, yeah, man, I just you know, I, me and a buddy we we picked it up and like it just I just kept trying and like I'll go and play. You know, like if a friend hits me up, hey, let's play some Call of Duty. You know, I'll, I'll go and play some. Like it's it, it's enjoyable enough to pick up and play. You know, because but I just, I don't know, man. It just, it, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. It was, um, you know, I was, I had maybe my hopes were too high, you know, when you're going to call a game modern warfare and not put a number next to it, like you better, deli- you better give me something comparable to modern warfare one and two. And I don't think this was it. Um, you know, that, that I, I that, think that that's like a, uh, that's like a, that's a tall task because like the the jump from call of duty three to four was crazy right like yeah. so 
I I feel like the what made this game special was we were going back to what we wanted in terms of you know the boots on the ground in you know modern the modern warfare title alone and everything so we kind of like knew the direction they wanted to go i don't think it was ever going to reach the highs of oh shit man like modern warfare like i i I think that was never going to happen yeah i mean yeah it's probably was too high of a of a bar to set um i think where what did them in for the multiplayer is the level design it's just far too complicated and 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 they did they tried too hard but like at the same time you have to kind of when you when you name the game modern you, you don't put you know five or whatever whatever the next number one up is like you're basically saying we're going to deliver that original modern warfare experience um that's that's the thing i think i'd i'd my expectation would have been lower if it wasn't called that you know but uh but yeah i mean the gunplay is great you know um they fixed a lot of the broken stuff i just i don't know like they're they, i think they have acknowledged that some of the the maps are are a bit much and they've been releasing old ones so um so that's cool that they're going back to that um but i don't know if they can undo some of the stuff they've done with the map so i think after advanced warfighter where they brought the jetpacks that's when i stopped and then yeah. i came back for black ops and it didn't have a story mode and it was just multiplayer that didn't make any sense i was like no i'm out the, pa- the pa- but, the I, pa- but pa- i have heard good i've have heard good things about modern warfare I just don't have enough friends that still yeah. play. I I um I'm not gonna lie. I I got more out of two than I have. Out of- yeah. All right, moving along. Sorry. Oh no! Don't don't apologize for having good discussion, guys. No, it's all good, man. Um, so uh, at the end of the first round here, the scores are as follows. Um, we've got. Slay the Spire, Kingdom Hearts 3, Gears 5, Apex Legends, and Modern Warfare all tied with one point. All Obviously, games. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see a lot more movement here probably as we move up the line there in terms of which games are where as we um, you know, inevitably have some, uh, some repeats higher up. Adam, uh, what do you have for us at number four? Number four, we got to repeat Apex Legends. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Two points on the board. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it's the things we all I have before. that too, but it's not there. Yeah, okay. somewhere else. Yeah, no, no worries, it's no worries. So awesome. Apex Legends picking up um, two more uh, points there from from Adam, and uh, still some to go from Mr. Miller. So very nice. Yeah, buddy. How about you, uh, Mr. Miller? What do you have for number four? I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm gonna I, uh, Super Mario Maker Two. Not blow my mind at all, man. A lot of people like that game. I I enjoyed it up until people started making levels that make you hate your life. Uh, And I'm just like, why are you doing this to people? Anxiety, just watching people jump through those things. Like, I had a big problem with trying to jump, like, in Mario 1, where it was, like, the big gap. You had that little uh, bricks that came up, and then you had to jump again. I had anxiety just watching people make these things. But it was a fantastic game. I loved it. I played it with my girls, and it was just, oh, man, I enjoyed a lot of it. Awesome. I um, did not play the game, but I enjoyed clipped out stuff of like the really hard levels, but also seeing some of the um, just wild innovation that some of the people had in terms of like getting really creative with the levels um, and like, I don't know, everything from a moral choice with taking the easy way, but killing Yoshi to beat a level or, you know, taking the hard way and risking death yourself. 
to um just i don't know like I, I saw just lots and lots of cool stuff did anybody else here play it out of curiosity i did not no i did not either no i just watched also that just the rabbit hole i didn't want to go down man yeah i i like i think it's one of those things that if they love games like this it. uh but i don't like creating levels i'd rather play other people's i don't have enough time to create a level which i think that's what brought a lot of enjoyment for me uh but it was a good game sorry i'm taking up time again Oh no, you're you're fine. I was just gonna say, like, uh, it's one of those games, like, I considered many times, um, actually, like, getting it because I like I, even if I just played the campaign levels and checked out some of the like user created things, I think it'd be fun. But um, the Nintendo rarely discounts their stuff, and I think it just came out at a time where there was just too much um, that I wanted to um, play at the time, so I didn't end up picking it up. I think I picked up Fire Emblem oh, instead. I, I'm pretty sure that they added uh, was it Zelda as a uh main character now mm-hmm. you're correct which is cool i mean i don't know that's gonna pull me in the mario part was uh you know the biggest selling point for me personally um just like all the different mario styles and and things like that but um yeah maybe someday like it seems like it'd be a cool game to, to have like i don't know i missed a few core nintendo games this year like um mario party as well as another one i didn't get to play i've never played a mario party game by the way i know a lot of people uh, like now it. i'm gonna have to say uh that sadly everybody could judge me it's another game in my pile of shame yeah it, it's still in the saran wrap or cellophane just just chilling there i heard good things about the mario party but i just have not partaken yet the mario party you know you know you can um wait to buy a game until you're ready to play it right bobby <laughs> <laughs> like you know my my new show coming soon is all about the list i'm gonna start opening these games and doing a random drawing to play these stupid things there you go man there you go uh, yeah whatever yeah, it takes coming man. soon yeah just like the avengers right <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> we're gonna do this awesome Snap man. Your fingers. well so oh, at number f- i'm again I'm oh no you're good man no you're good we're, we're free for a here man no no worries at all um uh, my number four i have uh fire emblem three houses my first Fire Emblem game that I've ever played and one that I really loved and probably have the biggest regret that I don't have the time for a replay uh, of it just because um, just reading some of the different paths and what they look like, it's pretty fucking wild like how that game um, can diverge in the second half in particular. Um, I loved the grid-based kind of strategy uh, elements of it. The permadeath was great, especially the more I got attached to characters, the more I really wanted to make sure that I protected them all. Um, thought the sim- systems were a little obtuse at first. Like it took me a while to kind of understand what I was doing and how everything like came together and worked. But once I it clicked, like it was was great. I like the social aspect of it, you know, going back to the castle in between battles and talking to everybody and doing activities and getting to know these people a little bit more. And then probably the best part of the game is that in the second half of the game, there's a civil war that breaks out and all these students that you've been talking to and all these people that you've been involved with um, suddenly um, are a large portion of them anyway, end up on the other side of the battlefield and um you know you're you're kind of forced to kill them um as part of the main game story so um i thought that was just really cool um and uh, a game that if you had asked me this time last year if i cared about fire emblem if i was excited about fire emblem if i'd even play fire emblem i would have told you no but um here we are yeah also a game that's on my list somewhere same thing i was not gonna get it and i was like you know what 
I need something for this Switch. And uh, yeah, the game's fantastic. It's the strategy RPG, which I just like that style of game. And then the being a school professor stuff is just like the perfect mix of. Yeah. I don't know. It's just awesome. I just like everything about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's a game I'm going to have to beat and then play through again because uh, I want to see what else, you know, happens. That's That game sucked me in uh, really, really well. It, it, it hit every uh, little check mark that I needed for that sort of a game. So yeah, I'm with you. It's all my list. And like, man, just reading some of the stuff, because I'm like, well, I know I'm not going to go back and play. So like, I want to at least read one alternate description to see how different it is. And fuck, it is really different, like in terms of like what happens and where you go, what you do and all that stuff. So um, just a amazing scope there, that, you know, with that game. And then um, just cool. The combat satisfying, you know, um, I, I, I just like the how everything works. Um, did anybody else play uh, this year? Fire Emblem? No, no, but I think it's it's. I'm gonna have to, man. Chris, why don't you uh, inter office it over to me? I'll start playing it. I <laughs> it's digital, so I'd have to send you my switch. Unfortunately, <laughs> I started it, but I only played for about an hour, and I don't know why I fell off. Something else popped up that I started playing, but I I really really want to get back. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up um, at some point when things slow down. Use that as my switch game. I need something on that it's good you know it's meaty um you can have a big play session with it if you want but it's also a game that you can just do a battle and you know like put it back down if that's what you want to do you said it's also on your list adam um at somewhere else yeah it is also on my list also. Yep. cool all right i just wanted to make sure i was clear on that awesome george uh number four buddy what do we got here oh man it's uh that's trending man um i was between the five and four slot man I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be the only one giving it any points, but um, yeah, it's it's a game that I like. I saw, like we were talking earlier, man. I, I just wasn't expecting to to enjoy it. Um, it is. I can totally see why it's polarizing, um, but oddly enough, like I'm not at either pole. Like I'm like I can appreciate the game. I don't love it or hate it, and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone either because I, <laughs> I would have no. I would want no responsibility because I can under I could totally see how somebody could absolutely hate the game, and I could see how somebody would would love it. Um, I I've done my best to try to like distinguish from just like you know liking the game just because or you know or or whatever the hell you know. But I, I didn't see it that way. I think that dude is seriously fucked up in the head, man. Like I don't know how he comes up with this because this. This entire story is weird, unique, um, shocking, um, kind of all over the place. And it just makes me wonder, like, what goes on in that guy's head for him to come up with this kind of stuff. Um, you know, and and me that I'm not typically like a big cutscene guy, kind of just want to get to the point. Like, I, I found the game to be like, a, in some ways, like a means to an end. Like, think of it like as an entire season of a Netflix show and the tasks that you're doing are essentially being done to unlock parts of that show, you know, that piece together like an entire episode or an entire season. Um, because the cutscenes for me were very, very uh, worth worth my time. Um, I, I really enjoy the story so far. I'm about 40 hours in and I'm on episode, I think, 11 or 12, and there's a total of 14. They're not equal in length. There's episodes that are significantly longer than others. Um, I It does a really good job of making you alone at, at some times but i didn't think of it as in, in a bad way um i did i didn't find the game to be as uh as much of a chore as as some of the the critics said that it would be um the vast majority of my traveling and, I, and the game gives you your in-game stats but 
the vast majority of my traveling has been done with vehicle. So I haven't felt like I was just walking and carrying shit endlessly um, in a way that felt like a, uh, felt senseless or, or pointless. So I, I mean, I, I didn't feel like it was an issue. You know, I've, I wouldn't say I've done every single thing um, because some stuff does kind of get old. But I think the game is shaped in a way that you can do a lot of things at once. You can take on a lot of orders and deliver them to a general area and kind of knock them out at once. You're not kind of going back and forth um, very often, if at all. Um, you eventually get the option to kind of automate some of those things. And the entire game, even though you are, it's a lot of fetch quests and delivering stuff, you are constantly progressing. You're taking one thing from into the new area that you're going and you get to unlock a bunch of stuff along the way. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird game to explain, but I've appreciated the artsy side of it. Um, and yeah, like I just found an appreciation. So it ended up cracking my top five. I don't think it's a perfect game by any stretch, but it is by far an experience, like a gaming experience that I've not had before. I I don't know that I would even want to play a part two, but for what it was, if you kind of understand it and appreciate it, I think you can find a way to enjoy the game. I have anyway. Yeah, that game is also on my list. Um, Is a different spot? uh, It is in a different spot. Okay, cool, cool. I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off. Everybody. I, I'm not as far into the game as him. Um, I have literally just been like getting all the orders and doing them all. Um, and I've been ex- exploring everywhere. And I, I've been just having such a it's it's almost like I don't know if therapeutic is the right word. But like when you're just going out and you're collecting materials and, and you're just building, you know, bridges and stuff. And then you see, you know, real players start using um, the stuff that you built and you put signs down like, hey, I need more materials here to help me build with to help not just me to help us build this. And, and you know, and, and you see uh, the social aspect of the game come in and like, I think it's such a unique way that it does it like leaving hints for people that, you know, oh, there might be something cool up here. But the only sign that they can give you is they just drop a little like neon sign on the ground or whatever and it just it lets you know that there's something like cool in the area or if there's like a cool view nearby or something and like everything that you get like like uh george was saying like you're you're always progressing like everywhere that you go make a delivery you build a relationship with these people and when you build a relationship with them they will give you new tools and stuff to utilize uh whether it's a weapon or a, a means of transportation or um, something to make carrying um, easier you get a um like a, a mech bodysuit type deal um, um kind of like elysium the movie in elysium uh, yeah. you, you get something like that where like it, it'll let you hold um, more weight on you so you can sprint for longer periods of time with more stuff on your back or you can get um uh, you know you start getting access to like he said all kinds of vehicles and everything like uh, I'm, I'm with george like even though i'm not nearly as far as him like there are vehicles scattered around and i have the option to 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 make some that like it's i i'm never like oh man i gotta go from here all the way to over the foot like that that usually never happens and even even if you do have to go on foot like um there are uh there's like a cot that you can carry uh attached to like your belt clip and carry boxes and stuff on the cots um, almost like a, a wagon type deal. and you can actually ride in the wagon if you don't have any um crates or anything in there so like 
there's ways for you to get around quicker and everything. It's not just running yeah. around and all that. So, um, and then the the use of music too in this game is absolutely incredible. Yeah, man, it's so weird, man. It's so weird how like it just goes on at like, like at a perfect time, and it just perfect. Like, like you wouldn't even think of it, and it's like yeah. it just hits, and you're like, oh man, this just fits so well. And it's yeah, man, it's awesome. Like you said, his his mind is so warped. Like I'm I'm so intrigued by the story. I want to know where it goes and everything. Like every time you go down or come up from like one of your safe houses after a mission, like you get like these brief cutscenes of of Mad's character. And like I'm super intrigued by that. I want to know where all that's going. And like yeah, man, they just did a he he did an awesome job with this with this. Yeah, uh, I would say it's like uh, I wouldn't even man like a game like because like you said, it's hard to recommend it to people like you have to know the person that you're recommending this game to like you couldn't just recommend it to anybody because it is a very specific kind of it's it is very much like an artsy film that, you know, a lot of people aren't going to like, but you just have to appreciate because the quality is right. Yeah. And it like the, the acting is great. And thing is, um, from from my understanding, you can play the game like you can do as much or as little as you want and still have to do a bunch of some there is some George, it's cutting out it's not it's not necessary. sorry buddy didn't oh, mean sorry. to interrupt you but i think you're cutting out just a bit is he cutting out for you guys as well yeah he is okay we'll give george a second to to get uh yeah man that but seriously that game is is brilliant and 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 i don't i'm not even afraid to use that word either and like and i know a lot of people it's it's not because it's not fun and it's a game and I should enjoy myself while I'm playing the game. But like the fact that the, it is so different and it succeeds at what it's doing and there are so many intricate moving parts and they all just they all just work so well. So I didn't have this on any of my lists just because um, I haven't played enough. I'm about a dozen hours into the game. I got sidetracked by sure. Um, I feel you know both um, kind of equally repulsed by and like uh compelled by this game like uh i think a lot of the stuff that you said about why it is engaging nails it the the atmosphere right um the music tracks that that pop on when they pop on the feeling of walking around that feeling of isolation um the opening hour this game is fucking terrifying man i was like i don't want to take control of this character right now this place looks fucking scary you know um there's a lot of good tension and stuff um and there's a lot of things that I really like about the world building um, and, you know, just well, the world itself. I shouldn't say the world building. I'll get to that in a second. Like, but the world itself, right? What the things that he's done to kind of create an interesting place with interesting things that are happening. Um, there are some frustrating things. It wasn't as frustrating as I thought it was going to be. Although I had a particularly bad encounter with a BT that almost broke me because I lost a, a quest package as part of the main quest. Didn't realize it and had to walk all the way back into the BT territory after I arrived at my destination just to go pick it up, um, which wasn't really fun. But You're talking um, about like after you get dragged around and you have to fight? Yeah, like I got I got to the point where I had to fight a BT, but I didn't have the capability to fight them yeah. yet. Yeah. So I had to escape. Yeah. I dropped the package in that, made You're it all the way to my destination, far. realized the fucking package was back in the territory, and I almost quit the game at that point. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you should at least fucking tell me, you know, like that I fucking lost this thing. Like, um, but yeah, I got over it and, um, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, and then like you have like go into like the world building and the dialogue in that game, um, which is just dog shit, man. Like some of the stuff that people say, like Kojima really wants to make sure that you as much as he accuses like US audiences of being stupid, he really wants to make sure you understand 
that you know what he's what what the the symbolism like there's no subtlety in other words like he's like you know you are sam porter like the, a character will be talking to you like you are sam porter bridges the guy that delivers stuff and connects the community by bridging like you know and it's just like that bad where i'm like dude come on man like i have a little fucking faith that like i understand that his name is symbolic of what he's doing and what the ultimate goal is um like there's just a lot of exposition dumps like that or like just over explanation that i i would rather that everything breathe a little bit more and like i learn about things through sort of context versus like the characters like in a cutscene just telling me everything that's happened um either in the last you know five hours or the last five years or whatever like i feel like a lot of that but then you have the other side of the game like where you know it's like Hey, why don't you go over there to the bathroom and have yourself a good poop? And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll have myself a good poop. And it's like, congratulations, you've acquired two poop grenades. You know, and I'm like, all right, you know, that's the kind of fucking weirdness, like that. I'm like, sure, man. You know, whatever. I'm a, I'm all for that. Like, I can embrace that shit, no problem. It's just more like, I don't know, when he gets away from just being weird and feeling like he almost needs to justify this vision you know it's a singular vision by making sure that you understand kind of what's going on and what he's going for um so that's the kind of stuff that that i don't like particularly um i will agree that when you get the quality of life stuff it feels great like the game does a good job of making you feel rewarded for sticking with it and that it becomes easier to accomplish tasks and you feel more motivated you know probably as you would if you were in that situation where like fuck man like this is hard like I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. And then it's like, oh shit. Like I just, now, now I got a vehicle. Now I've got a car, um, you know, and, and uh, eventually it looks like you get a, even like a bigger vehicle, like than what you start off with. And it kind of pushes you forward. You're like, all right, cool. So now the things that I were doing are going to take me like half the time, roughly. Oh shit. I got something where I can be a little bit more effective and actually fight, you know, like that stuff all kind of pushes you and keeps you going. And I think that's really smart. So that's that's pretty much my take on Destiny. Yeah, it's it's pacing of the amount of stuff that you get is very unique because you know usually games like that you kind of get everything relatively quickly and then kind of get into it. But you're there's like a steady influx of stuff that you unlock and improve on that kind of helps you with the game. You know, so it's it's cool. Like by the by towards the tail end of it, you're you got fucking grenade and rocket launcher shit like that, just so you can have an idea of what what's to come. So it's. It, you know, it definitely gets easier as it goes on, but the challenge is different. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. And, and even like, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, George. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Good. Um, and even like when it's not, you're not getting new things. Like when you get the updates to things that you already have, that it, like, you yep. know, like it makes things easier. So like, like that mech suit that I was saying, for example, like the difference from the first one you get to like the third one that you get is is crazy like you can run so much further and everything and and yeah. it's like cool things like that too it's not just getting new things it's getting upgrades to your existing things like that it genuinely excited me when i got it because i was like oh this will this is gonna literally make a visual difference yeah a, a part of me wants to uh, see if adam will ever play it because i felt like i was on kind of the same boat with him before i played the game and, I, and i'd be curious to see if your if your view on it changes if you're picking it up man probably gonna be big negative <laughs> uh i mean it's honestly if i could get a free copy i would try it it's just a thing where every time someone's like try a kojima game and i've never liked it once yeah but that I always would... intrigued me but i just like every time i spend money i'm like why did i do this to myself yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't money that you're gonna like it and i wouldn't advocate for it like that but if you see it for like 20 bucks i will tell you um i played 
some Kojima games and I've not liked a good a good majority of them. Like I'm I like some I've liked some of the Metal Gears, but I didn't like the last one, for example. I will say this is very unlike any of them. Um for you know, for what it's worth. But if you see this game for like twenty bucks, man, someday, give it a go and let us know. Let me know what you think. Awesome. Well, let's move on to Zach's number four and uh, see where we land here going into the end of the final round. My number four game is Resident Evil 2. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, I, I never beat the um, original when it was out. I played it um, and never got anywhere past um, the police station. So uh, playing this, man, like Mr. X is just easily one of the most terrifying things I've ever experienced in a video game, man. Hearing dude walk around and just chase you and like, his steps make it so, like, you're like, oh, is he over there? Or is he down here? Like, I don't know exactly where he is. So, like, I'm like, I'm just going to make a run for it. And I'll run. And sure enough, the dude's walking through the door. I just decided to go in. And, like, it just created an experience that, like, I haven't had in a game in a while. I don't usually get, like, scared playing uh, horror games. But, like, m- multiple times, I would say more than ten times, I, like, physically jumped, like, when he came on screen. And uh, just him alone made that game to me worth it. And and the game is incredible um, graphically, uh, you know, gameplay wise, uh, not having to stand still while I shoot zombies anymore is the best. Um, so, but yeah, just, you know, um, the exploring in the game um, was awesome. I feel like, you know, you, you um, search for the keys and you're like, oh, I finally got a key for that room all the way down. I'm excited making my way back to that room. And just, um, yeah, they just really uh, knocked it out the park. Like, from what I remember playing of the original to this, just, uh, like, night and day. Like, this is the shining example of what, like, a remake of a game should be. And, yeah, just I had an absolute uh, blast with it. It was the first Resident Evil game I've completed. And um, I'm I'm working my way through uh, another playthrough now. So uh, I'm getting a little bit... uh, more of it that I didn't get on on the other playthrough. So yeah, I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I can't wait for the third one now after playing this. Yeah, I also have this game on my list uh, spot. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree with everything you said in terms of quality of life improvements, um, the tension, the implementation of Mr. X. Um, I really liked um, the Claire A, Leon B kind of structure. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was incentivized to, you know, keep going and um, to enjoy um, what that had to offer. And I like that you got different weapons, you know, when you when you swapped uh, characters. And um, I think it's a game that I, I may actually use as a palate cleanser coming up and go for some more achievements and things that I missed um, just to, to kind of do a little victory lap because I really did enjoy it. I think it's a good length, too. And um, definitely yeah, one definitely. of the best looking engines, you know, to like to boot. Oh man, like shoot, like like where you shot the zombies matted. Like you would shoot them in their arms, and you would see their arms start to like hang and like fall off and stuff. If you shot them, oh, in there's the- some straight up disgusting shit in this game. Oh, I mean that in the best incredible. possible way. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like that's what I've always like. It's awesome. Like that's what I feel like. If I shoot a zombie and everything, that's exactly what should happen. Like that's what I've always wanted in a zombie game, and they nailed it. Like that very first time where Leon lifts up that zombie's head and like, you just see his like mouth ripping open and everything. Like, oh man, like uh, since then, like I, I made it a point to like shoot zombies, like 
in certain spots to see how their bodies would react and everything. Like, go look at them after I killed them and all that. It was awesome. Yeah, I have that on my list as well, but it's not uh, now. Very good. Okay. Anything to add as, as far as the discussion goes? Until it's my turn. Well, no, I just mean like about Re- Resi yeah. too, because like when we when a game comes up for the. No, my my biggest thing was it. It seems to me to be uh, the only. I hate to say it like this, but the only real HD remake of a game that we've seen in forever. Like it, it made it scarier than when it was when it was like pixels of crap coming at you, and it just uh, it scared the shit out of me all. Or, oh, sorry, crap out of me all over again. Great game. And I've never played three, so like I'm even more excited for that now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited too, man. Thanks, Capcom's. I'm oh, sorry. No, 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 no. You're okay, Bobby. What are you, right. Capcom? Anybody else have it on their list? They want to want to weigh in? Nope. All right. I am going to go ahead and move us along to the tally of the scores here. Right now, currently in first place, we have Apex Legend with three points. We have a one, two, three, four-way tie between Mario Maker 2, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Gears, Kingdom Hearts, and Slay the Spire all have one point apiece. Wow. All right. So who is ready to go um, on to uh, the... I guess I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking you who, because it's going to be Adam. Adam, uh, <laughs> give us your number three uh, thing, buddy. <laughs> My number three is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Sweet. I'll throw the points up on the board for that one. Hell yeah, man. That game was uh, like, I'm, I'm glad that some of you guys are planning on playing it after the fact because it is such a really, really, really fantastic game. Yeah, I can't wait to to revisit and like talk about it with you guys after I have gone through and played the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'll, I think anyone that plays this is going to really enjoy it. Um, what was how, it again? I'm sorry, it cut out. Fire Emblem Three Houses was Adam's uh, nice. pick for yeah. number three. Sorry. Brings us back around to you, Bobby. What do you have for number three, buddy? Number three, ready to blow your minds with another Nintendo Pokemon Sword and Shield. So DLC, uh, it was announced today, uh, the thirty or twenty nine ninety nine on the eShop new DLC. Uh, but yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield, it was it it brought me back to what Pokemon used to be. Uh, I know there was a little bit of people angry at Game Freak for not including the entire Pokedex, but. People have to make money, so of course they're going to add DLC to make you pay for it. Uh, so uh, beyond that, I, it was fun. I played both Sword and Shield, loved them both, and I enjoyed every minute and still play it uh, with the raids and everything today. Yeah, man. I, that's on my list as well. Um, I, I love the game, and I had I had no issue with them cutting the roster down. Yeah. I would, I would have preferred if they included some more of, like, you know, your all-time favorites, which I know are coming at some point anyways, like Bulbasaur and Squirtle and whatnot, but the game is, I'm still, I still haven't caught them all, you know, it's, it's still overwhelming amount of Pokemon uh, that it came with, so I'm, I'm, I'm yes. good with it, they would have killed us with, with that much stuff, um, I, I love the game, it's also on my list. It's just such a good game, it was, it, it, it honestly feels like it could be anyone's first intro into Pokemon. except for it wouldn't include the you know bulbasaur and every squirtle like the the regular ones but it's it's just so damn good i i enjoyed every played i i enjoyed every fight every raid i I have non-stop fun on that every time i turn it on i enjoy it i think the uh starting pokemon could have been a little bit compelling yes they were off i grew to like them yeah which one did you pick 
Um, Score bunny. Oh, okay, I took the monkey. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No, no, it's okay. Anybody else have it on their list? I was just given time to. I do. Yeah, I, I knew <clears throat> he did. Adam or or um, Zach, you guys have it on your list or not? No, sir, I do no, not. Not on my list. I liked it, but not enough for top five. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so that brings me to my number three, I guess. Um, this was where it started to get tough um, for me, but um, I had Resident Evil 2 Remake as my number three um, game. But, I have it on my list, but it's not there. Okay, let me just go ahead and add some more points there. And how about you, George? What do you got for three? Three for me is... Um, let me double-check my list. It's actually Fallen Order. Um, I don't think we've talked about that one yet, right? Nope, not yet. Nope, not yet. Yeah, I mean, it was it was three for Jinx. me. Uh, just, just based off of um, just how much I enjoyed it, man. Like, uh, man, it was just a fun game. It was just so fun. I thought the story was excellent. Um, I had a lot of concerns as to whether they could tell a story around that time that wasn't already kind of played out. Um, but I thought, you know, that whole experience was just so fun. It's It's far from a perfect game by any means, you know? Um, it's a, you know, uh, this is a year for a lot of nines and I think that's, that's where that falls for me. But, um, it was just such a, you know, just a, I think the fact that we got a really incredible Star Wars story, uh, single player at that, you know, without any other extra nonsense, uh, was just such a, a welcome, welcome addition to, um, my games library, man. So I, I, I really love the game despite some of its flaws. I enjoyed the entire journey from start to finish, and I can't wait to see where it goes, if it goes anywhere from here. Oh, it's going somewhere. Hell yeah. I also have this game on my list at a different spot. Um, It's also on my list as well. Um, (laughs) It's in a different spot, of course. Uh, Dude, what I... Game is so... As a Star Wars fan, that's all I'll say right now, as a super big Star Wars fan, that game feels like what star wars should feel like and even though it's not perfect like we said you know there's technical issues and all that stuff but i that's probably the most enjoyable star wars thing we've had in a while in my opinion especially jedi base you know that yeah. something that's not a like a shooter or anything like that was uh was really cool feel. feel so powerful man by the end of that game yeah just like being able to go like you know to take like the fucking snipers on dathomir and just pull them towards you and just run them through with your lightsaber like oh, it's that was nothing it's just like it's a great feeling um i liked collecting the stuff even though i didn't really care about half the stuff like designing my lightsaber was really fun um if you indeed can build any lightsaber like in that game and also in disney then i'm definitely gonna build mine because i I liked what i got at the end Uh, going this weekend man hell yeah it's gotta be exciting um, I think the best thing, you know, about the game <clears throat> was the cast of like supporting characters, you know, like those, those people were all really, really, uh, interesting. Like the villain was interesting. Like her story was really cool. Um, some of the, the surprises, um, that I enjoyed most weren't even on the, in the main path of the story, like exploring the, uh, the crashed, uh, Benetton, uh right? yeah, mm-hmm. was, oh, was, yeah. so so cool like i just there was just a lot of delight in that game um i agree that's not perfect um but um i think like that game was a delight pretty much from start to finish i played it on jedi grandmaster difficulty just because i'm a sick piece of shit and i like having the challenge and uh the boss fights i look forward to the most because they're very uh you know souls like uh in terms of but good having to learn the tells and stuff um man i wanted to fight that big dragon fucking thing on 
on that. <laughs> on that I don't remember time. what planet it was on, but yeah. I, I, the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. but He's, like he's above a hole in the ground. And yeah. like, I thought I was going to be able to eventually climb up that hole fight him. But then like, if you stare at him long enough, you get like a codex thing. And it's like, he's like, one of the last of his species or something. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, way to make me feel kid. like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how about the, the when you're climbing the big giant walker, man? Like that was just such a. Oh, what a moment. An epic, like, feeling, man. Like, it's just the game, the, the whole arc, everything. I mean, the game could have been perfect, and I'm expecting the sequel, if there is one, to be that, to clean, you know, they clean all that shit up, and, and you could have truly, like, an all-time great, you know? Um, and the game's best surprise, too, was awesome. Oh, I mean, I mean, we all, we all finished it, right? Yeah, yeah I'd say, spoiler warning, if you haven't finished Jedi Fallen and care about spoilers, you got five... Four, three, two, one. Proceed. Fucking Vader, dude. <laughs> and not just Vader, because when he popped up, I was like, oh, and kind of disappointed that they're bringing in like, like this game should have stood on its own. But, but that quickly was changed because I'm like, oh, I'm going to beat this guy. And then like, you know, it's just going to feel weird. But then he promptly kicks your ass. And then like, just destroys you. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. This is great because, like, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be the f- awesome, like, how fucking stupid!" And then, like, now, nah, yeah, like, the, not at all. You spent the entire game like building yourself up to this fucking badass, want to feel like a little bitch in front of Vader, man. Right, him just hurling, <laughs> run away is, oh man, it's good. Her face of terror too when she realizes who's coming behind her, like, is just so pure. Like, like that's the fear that he strikes into these people, and even like. She considered herself so powerful, but like when when you're standing next to Veda, like this is just and she was just like uh, avenge us, and he just cut her down, dude. Yeah, because like Lorewise, she's a second sister, which is like a pretty big deal that she's a second sister. But then he comes, and if you read the codex, it's just like you don't fight Vader, you just survive and run. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what it says in this codex thing. It's like all right. Yeah, and him just like destroying everything while you're trying to escape and all that. It was just so cool. Like just made you like. I wouldn't. I don't want to say it like for the first time because it's definitely not. But like, I maybe in a video game that we got to see like the power of Vader, like how strong he really is. Like you said, because you were getting yourself just building yourself up more and more throughout that whole game to the point where you felt so powerful, and then you get put next to him, and you're just you're a Padawan again. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting the game to go that way. I was expecting it to have like a really harsh end. Um, I'm I'm curious to see where they go from here for sure. I'm glad there'll be another one. But I would have been okay if it's if this was a one you know a one off story you know with a definitive end you know. I just hope that they. My biggest thing with the game, I just I hope they fix the. Uh, they just gotta implement fast travel. That's it. Fast travel and I'm good. Yeah, fast travel within the the area. You, um, or at least to yeah, the the different about, yeah. the different um meditation points. Yeah, I'd be okay if they didn't even go that route. Like I think to your ship should always be an option. Like, like straight up like there's no reason that shouldn't be in the game um and then maybe like not to every meditation point but maybe every have level, like every like level at least. a couple that yeah like yeah. when you when you're transit like transitioning to a different part of like kashik when you go down that zip line yeah. like like yeah. you should be able to go there you know what i mean like uh, i get that it's a metroidvania and exploration is part of it but um yeah i'm with you 100 there dude yeah there was yeah, just a lot like, of portions of the game that were slogged oh i gotta go all the way back and now like <laughs> The design of the map is not very coming back like, finish collectible. Because some of the some of the areas are just huge. Yeah, and it's, like it's, you don't know what you where you missed it because it'll be like 
And the map wasn't the best either. It's like you explored 93% of this area. Well, fuck, where where am I missing it, you know? like. Or you'll go back and you'll see a red door, but the red door is like three levels down and all back. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I 100% of that game, but I was definitely like kind of over it by the time I was done. Thankfully, I saw on a guide to plant the seeds early because they took a while to grow. So. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw some like that was... Every time that I saw people platinum, that was always the last one. Yeah. Well, fucking awesome. Um, Zach, round us out with your number three, my friend. My number three game is Control. Control. Right. Nice. Um, yeah. Also man, on that, my list. That game was that game was so good, and I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I have, believe it or not, I've never fully beaten a Remedy game. Oh, really? It, yeah, yeah, I've played um, a lot of the way through Alan Wake. I played a lot of the way through. Um, quantum break and uh the controls the first game that uh, i beat all the way through and i'm so glad i did because man like what a what an inc- the the oldest house is one of the coolest places in like a game that i've seen like the ashtray maze was one of the coolest things um like it was just so well designed uh the character uh your character oh, i forget her name jesse uh, jesse yes uh she was awesome like uh you know um, talking to herself in her head and everything and and all that uh, i thought it was really cool um uh the different enemy types uh, were all really cool the strategies for having to beat certain enemies you know you can run at every encounter the same and all that that was actually one game i i didn't mind uh going back and, and exploring uh different areas and everything once i upgraded you know the powers to be able to allow me to access places i wasn't to before um so yeah, and I just thought that the the story was really good. You know, once it starts picking up, and like once once uh, things start getting into motion, and like uh, some twists start revealing themselves and everything, and uh, it, it really gets its its uh, hooks in you. And the different powers and everything, and combining all the powers when you're in the fights and all that, and you know, it, it felt really good. Like I I I enjoyed mixing and matching uh, the different powers, like running up and. Uh, throwing like you know when you get the ability to pick up like big objects i'd like throw a forklift at a dude he'd get knocked down i'd whip up my shield wall run up close to him blast the shield wall at him you know and then like unload the gun that like does an incredible amount of damage no matter how far you are i forget what it was the piercer or something but yeah man like it was i really enjoyed like you know having those kind of, of moments and like making each fight like a like a puzzle especially towards the end of the game of a certain area at the end of the game where you really have to like strategize um uh, to work way around the enemies, but like just like the world that they built, man, like that whole area, like every time you picked up like new information and as much as I wasn't a fan of like stopping to watch those um, videos of the scientist explaining everything and going over it all, like uh, I'm kind of glad that I did because it helped build out and flesh out a lot of the world and like help me understand things a little more. So I, I, I just wish uh games uh, kind of got away from that maybe like play that over a loudspeaker or something while i'm running through an area so i don't sit still and, and that is and... that's peak remedy because every remedy game is a thing where you can stop and watch a tv show <laughs> like oh, yeah that's that's that's, just... that's something i've noticed too because I, I remember it like clear as day in in alan wake like uh it was i think it was even based around achievements like stopping to watch some of the max Payne as well like they that's just oh i have totally beaten max Payne. Yep, I beat all those. Those are those are, those. They have four TV them all? shows in Max Payne. Yep. Yeah, man, Max Payne three is my shit. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome game, man. Like 
Uh, I, I loved the different areas, you know, how you would go to different areas in the oldest house and they all just look different. And, uh, you know, this, all the side missions were really unique. They were fun. Like they, the side missions are, are where you fought like a lot of your um, boss enemies. So uh, that, that was really cool. And, and they were all pretty, pretty unique and everything. And you had to go about them different. Um, yeah. The story, uh, like I said, awesome. And everything. Just, just really good game, man. I'm glad, I'm glad that it, uh, it, it won a couple different places game of the year, man. I think, I think it really deserved it. I think it was a unique uh, experience and I, I, I'm glad that it won, you know, a lot of those awards. Cause I, I, I want to see you know, a lot more uh, crazy kind of games like this. A uh, couple quick corrections. Uh, Max Payne three was actually developed uh, and published by rockstar. That was uh, yeah, one, where one, Rem- one was remedy and so Yeah. Oh, they, well, they, Max Payne three was awesome, but I, you know, so were the first two, I beat them both yeah good games um obviously didn't make my list but i really enjoyed my time with control that's the one that i had the time leaving off the uh you know the top five unfortunately um i really did enjoy it um i was really disappointed unfortunately with the combat and the abilities after you know the first like couple hours uh, i didn't feel like it ever really um kind of forced me personally to like rethink anything like i was able to basically just always use the pull a chunk of concrete, throw it at an enemy, pop a couple of headshots with a semi-auto pistol, and that worked the entire game. Um, so I found that just a bit disappointing, uh, even on the hardest difficulty. Um, <clears throat> but I did love like the weirdness of the game, the environmental storytelling, I all the little weird puppet shows and stuff like that, the documents. I wanted to read every document about all the fucked up, weird, supernatural uh, objects around the, the last house were really cool. Um, and uh yeah i just i thought the way that it kicks off is great it's just like it kind of just chucks you like into the middle of the game like the middle of the story like you kind of just have to orient yourself you know jesse's already on her mission basically she's just walked into the building and you know you kind of have to you learn more about who she is and what's going on as the game progresses which is kind of cool like because it makes you feel a little displaced you know um as as things quickly go to shit so yeah i liked it a lot just not top five for me I also thought the ending was really smart. Like, I like the way that they handled the ending. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I won't say anything, but I, I think I know what you're talking about, and I enjoyed that as well. Anybody else have control besides? I know Adam, you said it is on. Yeah, on. Bobby? No, I never got a chance now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Adam, in, what do we got at number rap. two? Number two for me. Well, let me get back to my list. Uh, yeah, it's control, what we just talked about. <laughs> Dude, I feel like your last three games, I think, were. All Just but one of my games about. have been on other people's list. It's completely fine. It's no problem. Uh, yeah, Control is, it's, it, I'm with, I mean, I'm a big Remedy dude. I love everything they do. Just like the way, I mean, we've already talked about it, like the way that, like they build out their worlds. Like you'll, you'll read a document that you found in a room. Uh, just a random example, like you find documents about like synchronicity, which is like a thing in like paranormal supernatural stuff. And then the next time you go to like the Lakeview uh, or whatever that motel is called, you do a synchronicity puzzle. But, like, that's something you wouldn't notice and you wouldn't get. But, like, man, a, a game is so good. And it's exactly like Jedi Fallen Order, where it's, like, it's not technically perfect. There are still problems. But the way they build out the game, the way that it that it feels, and even the combat are, is kind of similar. You got crazy powers. Uh, so, yeah, both of those games are, are great. And, um, yeah, I just love Control, dude. I mean, I'm just a big Remedy dude, but I think they did everything right. In the, if, even, like, for a small budget or whatever it was, like, that game, awesome. Number two. Awesome. All right, Bobby, what do you have at number two, my friend? Number two on my list is Resident Evil 2. Did you get as terrified as Mr. X stomping around as I did? 
I I I told my wife that that I, the first time I've ever like loved PlayStation was when that first came out, and my my buddy Dave showed it to me, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta play this, and I stayed up all night, but then I had to turn the lights on because it was starting to freak me out. <laughs> and uh, I, I'll never forget those moments. And then it it redid those, and then made it in better graphics, which I've never seen in an HD remake. And it was just oh man, it was so close to my number one, but. God damn, I love Resident Evil. Mm. So, so I good. play I play with the subwoofer right under my couch and I mm. sit right there. So like whenever he was walking around, like <laughs> right under my ass. And like yep. I feel like that like amplified the experience and made it a little better for me. But yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I have uh, the Sonos system. I have the uh Sonos big bar and the four other speakers and the subwoofer. And my wife maybe turned it off when I was playing. She's like, you're rumbling the whole damn house. And I was like, well, I got to know where he is. That's right, dude. Are you crazy? Shit off the couch. Yeah, yeah. She scared the crap out of me a few times coming downstairs. I got my headset on and she just appears. Scared the hell out of me. But yeah, I love Resident Evil. I think what Capcom has done with with uh, their remake has been amazing. I think it should have been better, but I really do like it. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, for me, my number three, which was Resident Evil Remake, and my number two, which is Jedi Fallen Order, were easily interchangeable. Like I, um, it was that was the, probably my hardest choice that I had to make um, on the whole list. But uh, Jedi Fallen Order is my number two. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice! I enjoyed it. I don't know a damn thing about Star Wars, but I enjoyed it just like <laughs> I enjoyed uh, the Force Unleashed. I, I don't know. Go, man. I don't know who anybody is, but I did you guys ever watch the movies on your family? Let me tell you what had happened. <laughs> we, oh, here comes the we, bullshit. Go we, ahead. Yeah, yeah. I my wife got mad at me too. We tried. We started the first one, and that was when my my youngest daughter threw up, and then that's when we all got the flu. And that was the end it's, of that. It's it's the Star Wars flu. Yeah, and she she even asked me. She's like, "So did you uh, finish that movie?" And I was like, "Ah, no." <laughs> But I will, I will, I will. 2020, my, my resolution is will, I will watch all of the Star Warsies. Wars. Wars. Jesus. Star Wars. All right. Uh, George, what do we have at number two, man? Pokemon Sword and Shield. My man. Okay, I'm updating some scores. How about you, Zach? Uh, my number two game is Death Stranding. Uh, not much more to say about it than we already talked about it earlier. Super polarizing game, but... Alrighty, so here is the tally going into the final round. We have uh, in slight lead here Resident Evil 2 Remake with nine points. We have a three-way tie for second place between Pokemon Sword and Shield, Jedi Fallen Order, and Control with seven points apiece. Uh, Death Stranding with six points, uh, trailing slightly um, at third. So here we go. Final round. Who's it going to be? Adam. I think I know which game is yours, but go ahead and make it official. If you've been paying attention mathematically, it has to be it. But yeah, Jedi Fallen Order yeah. is my favorite. I went really back and forth between this and Control, but I think they're very similar. Um, kind of like the way that I looked at them, and at the end of the day, Star Wars just gives me more joy. So yeah, Fallen Order. Totally respectable, my friend. I, I like it. How about you, Mr. Miller? Uh, I am. Uh, I, I had no regrets. No regrets, I mean. Uh, but uh, Sonic 2 did not come out in 2020, so uh, Sonic <laughs> Remake 7.9. Uh, no, <laughs> I I honestly went with Apex Legends. I uh, 
it just it was the only game that I believe made me play it as much as I did, uh, and it was just a thrill to play. I still play it now, and Apex Legends just the ping system. You don't have to talk to people anymore. It, it just I I love everything they did with it, and I, I give Apex. Legends. You bestow upon it the greatest honor of the year. That's excellent, buddy. Um, gotta give it up. Yep. Yeah, I think totally respectable choice as well. To the surprise of nobody on this podcast and nobody that listens to the podcast, my number one game of the year, and I know it matches with George because he has also not said it, is Sekiro Shadow yeah. Die Twice. Um, just in my opinion, like well, my definition of a masterpiece of a game, clever level design, clever boss design, absolutely brutal but fair combat that makes you feel powerful when you get good at it um and just amazing in terms of um i don't know just everything the the environmental uh design the sound design the different prosthetics you have um the fact that from even though they kept a lot of the core of what, what their games are, that, that they have a single protagonist um, who, while customizable, has the same weapon the entire time um, with, you know, kind of the prosthetic standing in for where you can kind of customize the strategy, the fact that I would teeter between feeling really good and really powerful and stealthy and badass to like in half a second being on my back foot, just terrified out of my mind ready to break my controller at boss fights and then the exhilaration that i fought as i beat it again and again and again running through bosses and areas and enemies that gave me trouble you know for hours sometimes and just being able to do them on the first try because like i got to know those fights so intimately just a spectacular experience like i mean i don't know man what, what else to say like, it, like this game stands so far and above the rest that i played this year um as you know, um, evidenced by the fact that I beat it four times. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it a step step further. I think I, I beat it a total of five. But um, it is, yeah, man. The game. The only reason I I don't call it a perfect game is more people, and I get it. It's not a game for everyone. Oh, I said masterpiece, but, not perfect game. I don't yeah. think it's. Yeah, it would be perfect for me if if it, if it could. You know, like if it appealed to a lot more people, I would say it's. Um, you know, if you remove that element, for me, it's a, it's a perfect game. It's a ten. 100 percent um i loved it man it's not not a game that i thought i would get into it at sometimes you know it it was an emotional investment as much as it was uh anything else but uh i loved it man um the different ways in which you can approach uh, a certain level or getting through an area um and then there's no game that i've ever played um where the sword combat feels so realistic and so so incredible just the whole the pairing and countering timing was everything um it's kind of why fallen fell a little short for me because to follow up that kind of combat with um fallen orders which is solid but not no nowhere near as 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 perfect as as heroes um it's kind of what what did it for me but it was it's just fucking awesome it just it just felt so good and then you know I don't know, man. I haven't played a game like that where timing is everything. And the whole muscle memory, man. Going back and beating it for a second, third, fourth, fifth time, whatever. Um, and remembering exactly how you've got to time your attacks and counters and defenses for every every different boss that you fight. 
Um, yeah, man. Yeah, so rewarding. Uh, so good. Um, you know, yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame that this game, I don't think, is gonna, is not gonna win overall. Uh, with us and might not even finish second just because of you ladies haven't played it. But um, ah! <laughs> but it's uh, it's so good, man. You guys should you guys should give it a go, man. I do want to point out two things. One, I'm still down for a race, and two, especially so, uh, so now because they've patched the demon of hatred, and your bitch ass can't cheat if we uh, do the race. <laughs> you have to you actually have to beat that motherfucker. So I'm looking forward to someday doing it. Like I've been kind of itching to like go back. My brother is. I can tell it's finally clicking for him. It's such a weird adjustment coming from Dark Souls or Bloodborne to that game because while it has a lot of the same staples, the stealth stuff, um, and uh, in particular the fact that you have to be so aggressive and stand toe to toe, like kind of takes you back at first. But he's at the point now where he, I think he just got the Makiri counter and he's like, dude, he was like, this shit was driving me nuts at first. Like the red uncounterable attacks or the unblockable attacks. He's like, but you feel like such a fucking g like when the guy goes to stab you and you fucking step on his shit and then just like stun him and just fucking lay into him i'm like see and i'm like and that's i'm like you keep going dude and like if you can get to the point in that game where like you can do that to everything like you feel better because not because you've upgraded like yeah you get some damage upgrades and stuff like that but that's not what makes you feel awesome in that game it's just that you as a player get so good at the sword play like yeah um man I guess it runs in the family because that that dummy went and fought Gilbu without the firecracker tool. Also, yeah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep. He told me he was like, I he's like, I didn't use any gimmicks. I'm like, oh, like, well, I set him on fire a lot and uh, some other stuff. But he's like, yeah, I, I guess I didn't have it. I'm like, yeah, me either, buddy. It's okay. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, full stop. When you go fight Lady Butterfly, if you don't have shurikens at that point, because I can't remember if you get them as part of the game or not. But I'm like, you're gonna want those. So anyway, all right. <laughs> um let's go on do we just have one more that's yeah, it one back. more um zach i could probably deduce what yours is but uh go ahead gears five the yep. end <laughs> yep 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 man all right that is uh, also an admirable choice i had i had an inkling that that was going to be the case so uh here is the final tally ladies and gentlemen pretty interesting Coming in at number one. Well, let's go the other way around, how, shall we? Yeah, um, way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So coming in at number three at a respectable nine points is Resident Evil 2 Remake. Trailing just behind it with only two votes, I'll, I'll go ahead and put out there. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice with 10 points. And uh, the game of the year for the East Coast Games podcast is Jedi Fallen Order with 12 points um i guess if you wanted to do runner up runner up uh it would be apex legends with eight so um so that was the uh the tally lowest points but still hitting the list we've got kingdom hearts three inside the spire each with one point along with modern warfare with one point so how do you guys feel about that live with it can we can we all live with it we good yeah i i enjoyed my time with jedi fallen or to be comfortable calling it a game of the all right. All right. Yeah, I'm good with it as well. You know, I think uh, it made it to a lot of the art lists in pretty respectable positions. Um, so and yeah. that was that was my that was one of my biggest struggles, too, was like, do I put that at number five or, or not? So like, despite the fact that it wasn't on my list, like it doesn't take away from the fact that like I thought it was an awesome game. Oh, man, for sure. We're going to start winding down here. You may be you're going to do best indie game. Did you forget, Chris? 
fuck you. Yes, I did. But we're going to do it now. So <laughs> we're going to go, uh, we'll keep the same order and uh, we'll, we'll start with Adam. Um, what's your uh, your favorite indie game? If you want to put a couple other nominations out there, just so you know what, what or we know what maybe you deliberated with, but uh, we'll just make this one a pretty quick lightning round as well. Yeah, I mean, just refer back to my um, honorable mentions because half of those were indie games. But yeah. uh, my actual indie game of the year is For the King. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a I've got it on Switch and Xbox. It is that game gives me the exact feeling of playing a tabletop RPG. Um, it's just like make your party, give you your jobs, do a hex crawl, and beat up some bad guys and give them loot. Like it is, it was exactly what I was looking for at the time, and I've continued to play it. And it's, uh, I think other indie games might be better, like you know, like probably higher rated and all that stuff. But it, it's a game that came out of nowhere that I had no idea was a thing. And I enjoyed the most, and I threw my money down twice for it. So, yeah, for the king, check if you like anything about tabletop RPGs or you know nerdy shit like that, just give it a try because it is awesome. And I believe, yes, it's still on Game Pass. For free, so. And you you said you can build up out a potty and everything. Is it single player or is it, can you play co op or both? You can play online co op. You can play. There's different modes. There's like a C one. There's a dungeon only one. Like there's. There's a lot of content and stuff to do in that game. Like I said, Game Pass, go ahead and check that out, and I'll jump on there with you if you want. Yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, I'm interested in that kind of stuff, and I've always scrolled by it on there, done it, like, read up on it. I just never I never pulled the trip. Yep, check it out. Very cool. How about you, Mr. Miller? I have Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighbors. That ain't an indie game, but I'll let it slide. I, I, I know it was borderline, but it, it was, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, I guess it's the second installment of the like uh, battle modes, but it was I, I enjoyed it. It was fantastic. I I put lots of hours into it, and I really liked it. So it's my I'll do theirs. I heard the yeah. ability to like sprint in that game is like a game changer. It makes it like so much more fast paced than the other ones. Oh yes, yes. So I'll quickly talk about some of my um. So I the way I did my honorable play games. Um, I deliberated from a lot of things. I played a lot of great indie games. I love that genre of uh, game. Uh, Katana Zero, My Friend Pedro, Ape Out, um, Shovel Knight, King of Cards has been fantastic. I haven't finished it yet, but really been enjoying it. The card game Joustice in it is really cool. If you like uh, an interesting um, like kind of strategy card games. Oh, where did um, I just hear people talking about that? I think it was on GameScoop they were talking about. Joustice, yeah, it's cool. For the shovel knight, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you got your core platforming gameplay and stuff in there, but the uh, card game kind of adds a little extra cherry on top. Um, you know, it's fun to just uh, fuck around and challenge people to matches and stuff. So, um, and you know, even Outer Wilds, I wanted to throw a shout out. Didn't click with me. I don't think it clicked with anybody here. Um, I really appreciate um what they try to do. If you fancy um, a good watch on YouTube, uh, there's an hour long uh, documentary that NoClip just put out about the making of the outer wilds and it is uh, it's fascinating stuff it spoils the fuck out of it so if you have an intention and in, um you know going back to play it maybe steer clear until you're done but um no clip does really great stuff um they had a, a, a witcher like six-part documentary that was really good and uh one for doom 2016 as well so if you've never checked out that youtube channel i would highly recommend all of you guys to, to give a look to any of those um but my winner um for a game that i haven't even finished i'm probably 20 percent through um took me completely by surprise but i think it's a game changer um in terms of like doing something a that's brand new and b that like i don't think anyone could ever do again because it's just so unique and it would just it'd be hard to 
imitate this without just being a flat out uh, ripoff. Um, and that's Baba is you. Um, you guys all familiar with this game? Not familiar at all? Heard of it? Know nothing about it. I've, I know what it is. Yeah. All so right. it's a t- so imagine a top down view. Um, you're like a cutesy little character. And uh, the first level I can describe to you um, from memory. Basically, there's uh, text on the ground. You're like kind of in a square. And it says, Baba is you. Uh, wall is stop. And there's uh, a little um, you know, brick wall uh, square that's surrounding a flag. And then it says, flag is win, right? So what you do to solve the puzzle is you take the word is and you push it down with your body um, between the words uh, wall is stop. So you move is down and it, that sentence is now broken. And now you can walk through walls and you can get the flag and win the level. The, the game just builds from there and you're manipulating words and text to change the rules of the game board that you're on to solve puzzles. Um, it is a clever game that makes you feel clever constantly for figuring out the solutions, which are often pretty simple. Um, sometimes they're very complicated and multi-layered, um, but I just I love it. Like it's a, it's a great game um, to to you know play in bed or on the can. You know when you want to work your brain out a little bit. Um, I just I've never seen anything like it. I think it's the type of really cool game design. Like any game design that's just embodies what I love about the indie genre is that you just need a really cool idea and a little bit of perseverance and a small team of passionate people and you can do something really, really special without kind of that big budget and uh, polish. So um, I urge you all to check it out on the Switch if you like puzzle games. If you don't, it's not going to be your jam at all. It is strictly a puzzle game. But if you do, like, it is, uh, it's, it, it, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've cracked a smile when I finally solved the puzzle where it's dawned on me, like, what it wants you to do. Um, so, yeah, that's my indie game of the year. How about you, George? Do you have any favorites? I mean... I guess by default, I've only played two indie games and hated one this year. So uh, I didn't like the outer, uh, the outer wilds. At, um, at, I, but I did get uh, Katana Zero, and that and that's been fun. Um, this talk of it just re- reminded me that I forgot to finish playing it. I don't know what what happened, but I'm probably like a little more than halfway through it. Thought it was pretty cool. I, I didn't think a game like that would be that fun. I re- I've never really been an indie guy. I've been bougie as fuck, but. Um, I need to finish that, and and I started digging into some indie games, and I really want to play Oxen Free. If you guys have of that, yeah, um, it looks kind of cool, and maybe my my kind of thing. So oh, after that, do after that's the same the developer. same developer it just came out this year, and it's really good. Yeah. Oxen Free is good. It's light on the gameplay. I will tell you right now. Um, yeah, it's just like a simulator, like a good story. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like Oxen Free a lot. Shame, shame uh, that they never finished the uh, the Game of Thrones Telltale series, but whatever. But they're bringing back Wolf Among Us, baby. Even though I know it's like, oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, then they're scrapping the Telltale engine. Thank fucking Christ. But yeah, Wolf Among Us two looks good. I'd like another my hype for that game. Whew. The first I never one, played it. The first. Well, oh my god, the first. The end of the first one just. Oh, the first one blew is, my yes. mind. Yeah, it's a great. Dude, I bet he's need to go and play it. But yeah, I, so, I like. I love do you know what the Wolf Among Us is, George? Like, like kind of the basic premise of like. Fairy cows. All right, so I'm going to sell this really easy to you. It's basically, think of all the fairy tale characters you grew up knowing about. Little Red Riding Hood, Sleeping Beauty. The You are the big bad wolf, um, and you're all hiding in New York. You've crossed through like an interdimensional gate, and you've disguised yourselves to look like humans to blend in. And there's a murder in the first episode, and you are like the sheriff of this like group of fairy uh, tale characters that are living in a very specific spot in New York City, and you're trying to uncover who killed a person and why. 
Um, oh, shit. And you can be the big bad wolf that everyone thinks you are. Like, it'll give you an option. Do you want to, like, spare this person and be nice to them because they're having a bad day? Or literally want to rip their fucking arm off? Like, and that's the kind of shit you can do. Like, you can rip somebody's arm off, like, in the first episode. Like, good shit, man. I think it's the best. In my opinion, I think it's the best of of Telltale's works. It's my favorite, for sure. I, I granted, I haven't finished the Walking Dead season one. Don't yell at me, but oh, man, oh come on, too. man! I know, so I know. good. Jeez. I didn't. Have you had it spoiled for you? Mm, I mean, I I know that you know, but I kind of could have figured that anyway. And I, I I know that Lee dies at the end, obviously, but I don't know the particulars or anything like that. Yeah, so. Man. The impact of that, like that, really good. I I definitely recommend finishing that. Uh yeah, I'm going to someday for sure. Um, Zach, bring us home, buddy. What uh, is your favorite indie game this year? My favorite indie game this year is a game called Greedfall. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys heard. I of have. It. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us very, about it though, for people very, that don't know. Yeah, very pleasantly surprised. So it's it's an open world, uh, uh kind of RPG game. Not as open world as like you know. Um, like Dragon Age and all that, but it's more of like open area. You go to different areas, kind of like Dragon Age in a sense, and you explore those areas before you go on uh, to the next one. But uh, it's like a almost like um, Assassin's Creed Three kind of like time period, and um, it's uh, you, in a fantasy world. There's like a um, kind of like a play going around called the Malachor, and uh, you are the like leader. Well, not the leader. You are like very high up in like the in the government, pretty much. And you and your cousin go to an island, and like he's going to be the governor of this island, and you're hoping to find a cure for this plague and everything. And uh, yeah, man, it just really reminds me of like uh, like um, BioWare's games, pretty much. Uh, obviously, not as good, uh, not as deep, and everything, and this, and all that. But like, definitely scratches that itch of of a BioWare game and everything, like. You know the side missions. I feel you know just as as important and uh, have just as much meat on them as as uh, the main storyline does. And it, the storyline and everything's actually interesting. I think the acting and everything in the game is really good. Like the voice actors all do a really good job. Um, uh, technically, uh, it's not the best. There's a there's a lot of things I I have a problem with uh, in that department. Like the way you move, like. When you're running, like you'll run, and then if like you turn a little bit, your character just starts walking, and then he'll start running and walking and running and walking, and like that kind of thing annoys me. So I find myself sprinting everywhere because you have a lot more range of motion uh, with your character when you're sprinting. So I look like a madman just running around the map. Um, but the combat's good and everything. You can choose from you know three different things. You can you know your typical uh, um, you know close range person, swords, shields, and all that. Um, you can get uh arranged uh character deals with guns rifles and all that and you can be a magic caster was what i chose but you have the ability as you go through the game to unlock uh access to all of those things anyways you just it's pretty much what you want to start the game off if you start off with magic you don't have the ability to use guns right away you have to get an ability point to put into guns and uh it's just really cool um it's uh it's really different Uh, i feel like it's uh, you know, a story that we haven't really seen in, in, in RPGs uh, in, in this kind of like time period, in this sense, it's, it's, it's really unique in that way. And uh, the creatures and everything all look really cool. And uh, I think it's just like a, uh, for me, it was like the, the sleeper hit of the year uh, for me um, in terms of like games that I, I, I didn't expect to do anything for me. And uh, yeah, I grabbed it and, and it's uh, it does a really good job at, at what it sets out to do. And I hope that I haven't beaten it yet, 
But uh, I hope that, you know, they're able to capitalize on what they were able to achieve with this one. And if they do make a next one, uh, maybe get a little bit more of a bigger budget, uh, really make the game what it can be. Because uh, I uh, I know some of you guys are into like the, the RPGs and everything. So if you ever get a chance and you're ever bored and uh, you want that kind of experience, like it's it's uh, definitely I feel like a game uh, worth picking up. And I feel like the more people that get eyes on it, uh, you know, the, the better off, uh, the better chances we have at, at seeing you know them get a chance to uh, make another one. It's the same group of people who made the Technomancer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that game didn't uh, really do well with uh, critics or fans. So this one came out and uh, a, a lot of fans liked. And it's sitting at uh, on Metacritic. It's got a 79. So, I mean, that's that, that's really good for, I feel like, a, a small developer. They're uh, the second uh, big RPG that they've put out. So, yeah, man, I, I, they did a really good job. Uh, if any of you guys ever, like I said, ever get bored and are looking for like a little bit of a meaty game to sink your teeth into to pass the time and everything, it's definitely worth checking out. Hell yeah, man. I've heard lots of good things about Greed. Interesting. Um, that's one, you know, maybe again someday. Time is the thing that fucks us all over when it comes to games. But... Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Like, I kind of regret getting it because I know it's a, it's an RPG and like you just spend some time with it because I'm also trying to play Death Stranding, which is an incredibly long game. But uh, I'm trying to balance it. Yeah, that's that's all we can do, my friend, is try to balance. <laughs> well, as we uh, wind down, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and, and plug a couple things and and get the hell out of here. I know it's been a long episode. We appreciate you bearing with us, but uh, for the first one of the year, and especially something as important as game of the year, um, we felt like it was important to give it the time it deserves. So, thanks for hanging in. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, it's Waterman. And on uh, Twitch as uh, at Rental Rush. I also have that handle on Twitter as well, f- specifically for the show. Just had our first uh, 2020 episode where we played Diablo 3 and literally nothing went right. And I had a blast. We uh, all three of our four characters got deleted overnight from Friday to Saturday. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. We had a power what level. Where were you? Uh, we were around 22, I think. Oh. Um, so my brother helped us power level back up. And then um, even playing on expert, we were able to kind of like level off and get our gear back up and uh, bounce back. Um, the uh, the Sunday, I did not realize that they had artificially expanded the campaign to now include the the um, oh fucking Reaper of Souls. Like so, it's officially the end of what used to be Diablo three is not the end. So we had about two hours left, and uh, it said like instead of the credits, Act five. Uh, we all panicked because we're i was like well how long is this shit and it was like listed as three hours we had two hours to go so we sped run it and finished and it was a blast like i mean despite all that stuff happening like i had a really good time and it was uh, it was a great rental rush because we brought the pressure for the first episode of the year next month i'm going to be playing final fantasy 7 for my first time ever with somebody who uh, semi-professionally speed runs the game I've told him that I want to experience cutscenes and main story beats um, as they're intended, but otherwise, like I'm all for him teaching me the craziness that is speedrunning and sort of optimizing and finding, you know, sort of non-glitchy shortcuts and things like that. So, looking forward to that. Uh, how about you, Adam? What you got um, going these days, man? Anything you want to plug? Uh, none. Just follow me on Twitter at Adam Gumby. I've got things that are supposed to be getting close, so pay attention. Excellent, Zach. How about you? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've been trying to get more on my Twitter, so it's uh, it's at Optimus Prime. It's O P T I M M U S P R M M. Fantastic, Bobby. You can find me everywhere at 
Smooth 423 or Robbie Bobby Miller. And I am starting the list that should hopefully come with a podcast next week where I come up with lists of games that I have not played and other lists that I need to start completing. It's like a thousand thing list. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, it's, 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 it's probably a divorceable list. Uh, <laughs> but uh, luckily, we love each other. <laughs> what you should do is don't buy any new games, work on your list, and set a goal to see if you can get it down past a certain yeah, let me tell you, I had to literally shut down the internet on Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, just so I did. <laughs> Trust like, me, you'll be happy for it, man. Like, I, I, I will buy like a game that I know play right away. Otherwise, I wait. And I would say 95% of the time, I end up getting it for half off or, or like less when I finally actually do buy it. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Like, everybody buys them so early and then they put reviews out and do well. I'm like, man, I'll wait for it to go like a troll. I really, really want to play it, but I, I, I'm waiting for a better. It'll be on Game Pass in a couple of months. That's why somebody already let it slip. It seems like yeah. so. Yeah, man, absolutely. And uh, last but not least, you want to plug where can people find you? Uh, no, man. I do want to give a shout out to my my boy Dow, who's having a as we speak. Hope everything goes well, man. Um, your life's over. Congrats, Dow. I uh, I did not know, yeah. the, man, but that's that's awesome. I wish you well as well. I played with Dow a few times, a few different games on Xbox. So we wish you the best. Congratulations. Um, uh, you'll be a good dad, man. I know from you know the few hours that I've spent hanging out and talking with you. So, congrats, man. Cheers. All right. Well, that closes it out for the first episode yes. of 2020. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we are closing in on our one year anniversary. I know we we our first uh, episode was recorded either late January or, or early February. So I'll have to look back at the uh the records there figure out when that is and then maybe do something a little fun and special uh we definitely have some some more uh, games and wackiness um to come here in the early part of 2020 you'll see some some fun kind of creative things like the frankenstein game that we built and things like that we plan on bringing it back here and there just to inject a little bit of goofiness into the podcast but until the next episode ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate you i hope you had a great holiday and we look forward to spending 2020 with all of you beautiful people have a good night